Welcome to a Wednesday nightcap starring Black Cat's Angelic Poppy and Zakolos, yeah. Zakolos, you didn't turn your badges on either. You should have the OG badge and the VIP badge. You gotta turn that shit on, bro. You're VIP. You're a special guy. Um, we had, before we get into anything else, um, Kurgan was noticing yes one day behind it's not thursday yet soon soon oh man my lights fucked up that's why the lights weird i had uh cleaning today and needed, need to adjust a little bit is that better it's better um <laughs> Kurgan was noticing some difficulty where where the stream download wasn't working. Now that's too fucking dark. Motherfuck me in the ass. There. No more adjust. Where the um, the download for the show wouldn't work. And I went and tried it. It doesn't work for me either. Um, it's crazy. I, like, I can see spots, you know, like there. Like normally how pale I am. And now I'm tan. Ooh. Um... But the download for the show for him wasn't working. I tried it. Didn't work for me either. So I don't know what happened with that. Um, so this kick move, I want to say I have regrets. I have a little bit of some regrets. They're not fixing some of these things that I wish they would fix fast enough. Um, so what I was thinking is trying to, I got a, a Vimeo account and I can upload stuff there. Well, they're slow doing stuff here in Kick, but they're also glacierly slow on uh, Twitch as well. And I feel like the only reason why Twitch is doing stuff now is because they were threatened by Kick. So suddenly now they're using their giant basket of money to actually do shit with it. Um, but I looked at this Vimeo platform. Now, Vimeo, if you were going to do live streaming, you got to pay. We did talk about some of those other places like StreamYard and blah, 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 blah. And I think some of them do have chat room ability because I know if I took the chat room ability out of here, people would be very sad. And I'd be very sad because if it wasn't for that, I would just go do a flat podcast. But I was wondering if there is a way I can, like, sub-upload this somewhere. The only problem with that is the video files are, like, a gig a piece when they're done. So even if I upload them, that's bandwidth, obviously. But the other difficulty with a lot of that is, like, for example, to upload a YouTube video. 
you gotta put tags you gotta put a category you gotta pick a shot you gotta do you gotta do all this bullshit to just fucking get it there so i was looking to see if there's some service now vimeo says that they have templates so like, oh well if they have templates uh maybe there's a way i can make it where i can also subload it over there so if you don't or for for whatever reason the broadcast here doesn't allow you to replay it but that's the first time I've sort of encountered that happening. I used to get a lot more broadcasts after the fact, or views rather, uh, on Twitch. But it's impossible to know how many of those might have been bots or otherwise. I don't know. Um, but if we take a look at this, I'll show you exactly what I was talking about. Um, and I feel like Twitch wasn't doing the weird Max Headroom shit with the camera either, just distressing. Um, but here, I'll show you this window. So this dude here, if we load this up. Make this window a little smaller this way so that it fits a little bit larger this way so here watch this here's what happens watch what happens you go over to this dude and you go to the past video you go over to this dude so you go to here the past. Was this one for this storm or whatever and look it spins, you go to play it, it sort of spins up and then it just, so I don't know if there was like an encoder glitch or something or whatever that does not work or load with that, but it's very annoying. And I don't think that's happened with a lot of the rest of these, like for example, you see this one. No, I press the play button. It doesn't work. I am I might be a little old and slow, Zycholos, but I'm not that old and slow. So if you can see that one loads. This is the first time I've seen this. Look, I'm clicking play. Click play. Watch. Spin, 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 and then a black square. And there's no fast forward controls or anything at all. It's like it's literally just fucking dies on the vine. Loaded 0% and it's gone. So something with that got broken, broken. And I don't quite know what that is. Um, I, I've never seen that before. So something with there got a little screwball. So yeah, I'm like... I don't know, should I sub-upload it somewhere else, whatever? I'm going to get the Vimeo account anyway, because I feel like whether it's some of these episodes, if we do calls or collaborations with other people and they want to link to it, uh, again, it's sort of an alternative to YouTube. I like the idea that they just have templates where you're like, look, it's a template for this thing. Just drop it in here and it just fucking goes. Um, so I may play around with that, but like I said, I don't want to eat up all my bandwidth uploading 
I mean, I guess really if it's only the two shows a week, it's not as bad. Um, but I think I'm going to try that just in case you want to watch stuff afterwards or whatever. I don't know. Um, but I'm going to play with that a little bit. Yeah, Vimeo does have some cool videos. I find that the responsiveness of that platform, in my opinion, is better than YouTube. The videos load nice and crisp and clean. You're not inundated with near the amount of horseshit that you are when you're on YouTube with the ads and all the rest of that crapola. Um, if you could, if you try to do live stream through them, you believe you've got to pay for it. And the only other thing, uh, again, that I don't like about that is that I don't think we have a chat room. Um, so we're still going to stay here for now. Uh, I'm not going anywhere else. Just looking at redundancy. It's funny because I also thought of, well, technically as part, I think I, I think I wrote, went you down the little silly rabbit hole of Twitch will not get rid of my affiliate agreement because they say some details of some stuff or whatever don't match. So there's part of me that wants to set my account to not have any monetization or whatever from any of the videos if it's possible. Part of me is like, I should just set that up and just multi-stream over there too. But just tell people the chat room is over here. So if you want to chat, you got to come over here. And then if they are like, you violated your affiliate agreement, we're taking it away. I'll go, I don't give a shit. Cool. It's what I wanted in the first place. And you assholes wouldn't do it. They all look good. I've uploaded stuff to YouTube and half it looks crappier than it should. They're, yeah, I mean, unless you're doing like super ultra, it's just, just don't, YouTube is just, eh. Um, we talked about all that. I'd rather try, if I'm going to try something, I'd rather try that instead. Yeah, you're not going to get the traffic and everything that you would, although maybe you will. I don't know. Maybe there isn't a big ASMR base on Vimeo because nobody's doing it over there. Maybe I can be a pioneer. I'll be a pioneer and do it on my Vimeo channel instead. But I got my house clean today. Work was all right, I guess. Feel very fatigued. And sort of, I don't know, whatever. I didn't, I didn't do my workout today, so didn't feel good about that. I don't, I ate two of these, I ate more of those cookies, which I probably shouldn't have, but I want to make a thing clear from yesterday because multiple people asked me this and it isn't that it bothers me because that's not the case. I don't, but I want to say that people checking up on my well-being bothers me, but I want to make something clear. If I say I don't have any food in my house, that doesn't mean I'm not eating. I will typically order out or go out to eat or whatever. It's obviously expensive. It in some cases wastes more time, but I'm not intentionally starving myself. You know, I'm not, it's not like because I don't have any food in my house, I'm just not eating. It's not the, that's not the case. Today, however, 
I am intentionally fasting for this evening. So I'm not going to eat a dinner. I'm going to have my protein shake and my fiber powder, but I'm skipping dinner because uh, I ate garbage earlier and I want to have all that cleared out of my system and whatever. So just as a, just as a point of note, saying I have any groceries in my house. Yes, it's not a good thing. But I'm not starving, I'm not by any means, just not going without eating. So I appreciate the people checking up on me for that. Uh, I love you as always. So yeah, don't think I'm just starving away over here. I couldn't do that. I can't do that. I take too many other critical medications and whatever to just not go without food. So that's not happening. I tend to have a vata every day now and then. Yeah, like I have. I do feel like I didn't hydrate today as much as I should have, so I am catching up on some water now. Um, yeah. That's all I want to say about that. I don't feel like I need to say anymore. Um. We're going to go through a little bit of what I think is kind of an interesting topic. So this is yet uh, another Reddit question where I thought some of the answers to this were intriguing. So we're going to go through uh, some of those for the night. Um, side note. I got another message. Hey, there might be storms coming through. So we apologize for internet outages. And then a few minutes later, I got an email message that said, Hey, we're upgrading your upload speed. You now have faster upload speed. I'm like, oh, okay. Well, I mean, that's great if the internet works. <laughs> uh, so anyway, switching to a little bit of this other topic. scale this over so you don't see this giant stupid ugly advertising sidebar let's crimp this in a little bit come on okay so what seems like snake oil but is actually legit this first person comments I had a weird smelling basement. Someone said to get aromatic cedar blocks, sand them down and leave them there. I thought no way could this work, but it did. The smell is totally eliminated. 12 blocks, two by two by two, just top layer sand down, half a millimeter, left them next to a pipe that I believe is the culprit. The basement is like 900 square feet. Done. Offering to the stink gods. Yeah, you make an offering to the smells, and it goes away. Uh, Black Hat says they're good in dresser drawers, too. Yeah, I think the cedar balls and all that stuff. I mean, we used to have the little cedar balls or, like, little shapes or whatever. And used to keep them in your sock drawer or whatever. Especially if you have a wooden dresser and you live in a semi-humid environment. Uh, they do work. 
I wouldn't have thought of getting the bigger blocks like that. Um, and I think the sanding the surface down is probably also good because you're exposing more of the aromatic wood and allowing them to absorb more or whatever. But yeah, if you are smelly and you have a smelly house or smelly spot in your house, you may wish to try some cedar blocks. Okay. This person says WD-40 cleans candle wax off your living room carpet. If ever in doubt, consult an old housewife. Interesting. Interesting. Next big comment is the whole hold your breath to get rid of hiccups trick. The thing is, most people just don't know the proper way to do it or why it works. It's got nothing to do with simply holding your breath. It's got to do with using your lungs to hold down the diaphragm and stop it from spasming. You breathe in until you cannot fit literally anything else into your lungs. When your chest is as full as humanly possible, then you hold it. And within about 15 seconds, the hiccups are gone. To which this person says, so that's why it works. And sometimes it doesn't. Next comment. I've never had success until I held it until my lungs burned. Oh my God, we're suffocating is a legit life hack for making your body stop acting stupid. It also works for stuffy noses. If you exhale all your breath, then nod your head repeatedly until your lungs burn, then breathe back in normally, your nose will magically unclog. If you have really bad congestion because of allergies or head cold, you sometimes have to do this several more times. Yeah, seriously, the comment about holding your breath or whatever until you feel like you start to get that weird fluttery, I'm suffocating, it seriously will make your body stop acting dumb. Uh, whatever that kind of panic response or whatever that that initiates stops it from doing a lot of dumb stuff. Nose being clogged, eye twitch, hiccups. Just don't overdo it. Vinegar and newspaper to clean windows. I thought the ink would come off and make an even bigger mess. Almost turns the window invisible. Uh, to which somebody says you can also use coffee filters. Um, and if you don't have newspaper, I think you can use like newsprint. Like you can get paper like from the art store or whatever. But yeah, it really does work. Taking magnesium, it can really cure some joint, nerve, muscle, heart, and breathing problems. Of course, the only one it can cure are ones that are caused by magnesium deficiency, which a surprising number of people have. Some life events that can rapidly use up magnesium in the body are pregnancy, surgery, viral illness, and major periods of stress. Helps with constipation as well, not like a laxative, but as a preventative measure, you'll shit like a champ if you take it daily. Yeah, watch it with that. It will make you have the poo-poos. Too much magnesium and you get the drippy butt. I'm not going to read this whole article. Okay. 
sitting on your deck in the summer or having a nice picnic when suddenly you're being accosted by the hell spawn known as wasps, get rid of this one easy solution. Burn some coffee. Burn coffee, I hear you say incredulously. Yes, burn coffee. Take a little saucer, put a little pyramid of coffee in it, and use a lighter to light the top. It will smolder slowly and give off a smoke that smells, well, like burnt coffee. It will also instantly get rid of any wasps that are bothering you. No idea why. They absolutely hate the smell. Yeah. Screw those damn wasps. Nobody invited you to this party anyway. I was suffering from plantar fasciitis for over six months. Tried new shoes, insoles, pills, and physical therapy, but none of those things worked. A friend kept suggesting I try these gel toe separator things. I thought it was silly, but hey, they're only $10. What do I have to lose? I wore the neon blue gel thing at night, feeling very silly. After the first night, my foot hurt like hell, but after the second, it felt a whole lot better. I wore it for two weeks straight, and plantar fasciitis was gone. Those things were like magic. The toe spacers are stretching out the tendons in your feet, therefore reducing the tightness that causes plantar fasciitis. Another thing that should help is putting something like a tennis ball underneath your foot and rolling it around. There you go. Skip that one, it's a little long. I feel like some of these are... <clears throat> Salt water swish and gargle for toothache and sore throat. I'm a once a year strip throat sufferer for severe sore throat. My doctor told me to mix a half a cup of Mylanta kept in the fridge with a tablespoon of Benadryl. Gargle every few hours. The cold Mylanta cools and soothes and the Benadryl reduces inflammation. She said salt water only dries the throat out more and creates more pain. Works wonderfully. A few jobs ago, I worked as a pharmacy tech. There was a doctor that would call in magic mouthwash. A one-to-one-to-one -to -one -to -one mixture of Mylanta, Benadryl, and Lidocaine. That sounds great. Hmm... This is going to sound ridiculous, but infrared light therapy. I have an autoimmune disorder and some old injuries from childhood. So I've struggled with chronic pain and moderate severe fatigue for most of my life. After my first experience in one of those beds, I spent the next week or so with no pain and the energy to actually get stuff done. I have no idea how it works, I just know that I don't hurt now, and my inflammation numbers have been cut in half. It doesn't even happen on my immunosuppressant. This person says, 
that they took apart in a U.S. Air Force study, and at the time, their left leg was in bad shape. I could barely walk because the nerves wouldn't work and the pain would be so intense that I would collapse. I went to the study, and a man with a ponytail told me to take off my shirt and lay on the table. This fucking guy starts dangling a crystal over parts of my body and tells me my chakras were all fucked up. He pulls out a single red LED and holds it next to my belly for a minute and tells me to get up and walk down the hall. I cannot explain to you how fucking furious I was that it worked. It didn't work because I wanted it to, and he helped me trick my brain. It worked because it worked. God damn it, I'm cured. Huffing isopropyl alcohol wipes for nausea. And there is no negative side effect. You can smell it as much as you want. Supposedly rubbing alcohol is better for nausea than most other medicines designed specifically for it. And we're not sure why. Also works for dizziness. I have never heard that one before. That is, uh... That is interesting. One summer in Houston, I developed what I thought was a heat rash and was working nights in a kitchen. I tried doctors, steroids, antibiotics, nothing helped. Was in a Hong Kong market looking for some tea when an elderly random poked me and asked me if it hurt. I almost told him off, but thought, what the hell, no one else can figure it out. He told me to take five of these pills three times a day. The pills were called, mm, try snake, and had dried and ground snakes in pill form. Cleared it up in less than 36 hours. Turns out, I had iodine poisoning. Wow. So actual snake oil. Hot water, baking soda, and aluminum foil to clean tarnished silver. Hmm. I don't know, Black Cat, how he got it. Iodine poisoning. It's weird. So anyway, here's this rest of this thread. Some of these are a little long-winded and whatever, but you can go ahead and check some of the rest of these out um, if you want to read some of the rest of them. I think what we're going to do now, though, yeah, I don't feel like reading this whole huge long thing. I think what we're going to do now, though, is we're going to take a little dip and watch some good old-fashioned Mr. Wizard and then call it a night. I'm starting to get a little sleepy. It's partially from the fasting, whatever, but uh, 
want to go ahead and get myself a good night's sleep. So let's do something chill and just watch some Mr. Wizard's World. Uh, we'll go ahead and just find a good 20 minute long one here. And then uh, after that, we can all go buddy bye sleepy time. So just scroll way down. Find where we stopped. I know we're around here. I think we did that one. It's like Kolos doesn't want to go to bed. He just got up. See, I don't know if we saw I think we saw the do we see the pictures in a string? I think we did Can't remember which one we left off at. Let's try Let's try this one. Fourth grade teacher. And last oh. week, we did a chemical change experiment using generation yeah, genes. Fuck off. All right, let's size this appropriately so you all can see it. Let's expand that corner out a little bit. This one over here, a little down from the top. All right, that looks about right. And away we go. What does that look like to you, Lana? Fireworks. Yes. It Why? Does. Well, because it's all glowing and everything yeah, glowing. and it's going or, up or like... they look like uh fireflies glow yeah. worms or something here well let me turn on the lights so you can get a better look at what it is hey it's only steel wool yes how can steel wool burn like steel it does look burn. cool so well, how do you know that well look. because if you have pokers and stoves and stuff made out of steel and they don't burn even a frying pan you put right on yeah. the on the fire and it doesn't burn well that's because i've arranged this in a sort of special way to, to show you that oxidation, you know what that is? Yeah. When, when materials combine with oxygen, can take place even with things that normally you think won't burn. So if you're gonna do this at home, it's relatively easy to do, but it's kind of dangerous, so you should do it with your parents. You just take okay. an ordinary your house ball down. of steel wool like this, see? Yeah. But you open it all up so that it's real open. And why do I wanna do that? So the oxygen can get in between. Yeah, so the oxygen can get in between each one of them. Okay, light this one now. And see how I've opened it all up. But again, be very careful. Do this with your parents because it's certainly fire. You're burning something you don't think. Yeah, wear like burning. a beard and be okay. Blackbeard. Right, so light it along the bottom. I'm Iron Beard the Pirate. 
And now notice each one of the little strands Dude, that's so of cool. steel is obviously hot enough that then the, the match flame was hot, hot enough to get it started. And then each one of them has a lot of oxygen so it can really burn. It turns red hot. Yes. In fact, there's a little heat coming off of it. Yeah, it is. Yeah. It's pretty hot. Now, do you suppose if you uh, lighted a little pad of steel wool all scrunched together, we'd get the same effect? Um, it might burn a little, but I don't know because Why not? there's not much oxygen inside. Because it's not it. getting much oxygen. Well, let's try it. Let's try it. Here, put it on your head. <laughs> now, notice I have my cover on here that I put on the table when we're doing dangerous experiments. And a couple of bricks, <laughs> maybe that will give you a clue. When I'm doing dangerous is, experiments. Uh, fuse. You get ready to light it. While okay. I wait, make sure this is out. Okay, and I can get it out of the way. Now, what do you predict is going to happen? Only a little bit, bit of it is going to burn. Because? Because there's no oxygen inside. Well, not very much. Try well. it once. You Explodes. say when the fuse gets down there, Just sets off a giant bomb. There's a little, little bit burning also. already. Oh, that's kind of what you expect would happen. Yeah, when it didn't you, burn yeah, very much. Yeah, it didn't much. burn very much. Now let's make sure that's out. In fact, I'll get rid of that glowing fuse on the no. top. No, because now what should happen flame. if we put a supply of oxygen with it? Then it would burn. Yes, it would, and. Ordinarily, you think of oxygen as what? Is a solid, a liquid, or a gas? A can over a there gas. is going to yeah. put... But there are chemicals that have oxygen in them. Really? Yeah, carbon dioxide gets oxygen in it, combined with carbon. I guess so. Yeah, combined with carbon. Well, I have a chemical oh. here that when you get it uh, heated up, it releases oxygen. So we're oh. going to sort of make a, a jelly roll out of steel wool. You okay. begin to roll it up, and here's the chemical that's in powder form, but will release oxygen. Yeah, it can't be full roll. soap. Yeah. <laughs> what is that stuff? I want some of that. Keep going. Mm. Put a little extra Ch frosting Chilly on the top. <laughs> a black cat. Like Don't sugar, make one it? of these and try to eat it. Yeah. Okay. Here's another fuse. Now, if we get a good supply of oxygen, what do you predict is going to happen this time? It's going to all burn. It's just going to blow You're up. You're not kidding. Once you light that fuse, you step back with me out of the way, okay? Okay. Mmm. Mm, we'll take. Away. Oh, I can go for a jelly roll right now. That you don't think can burn. Give it enough oxygen, and you watch what happens. Fucking shitty matches. You can buy a uh, wick online, by the way. It's just kind of cool. Holy, that's bright. Yes. So when you supply even things you don't think can combine with oxygen, when you supply enough of it, and you also Dude, get it hot enough, steel. even steel will burn. I wonder what that chemical was that he put on it. It looked, it definitely phone looked like slowly. fucking... This is the fastest phone charger. On oh, for God's sake. This is the one reason why using... Um, Brave or whatever is better. Skip these fucking ads. Ads. Uh -huh. So like you see all these ads and like Jason, ooh. here's what you need to play a nice trick on your Does friends. That work on? A spool, a playing card that you put a pin through the middle like that. Oh, okay. 
Then you put the card on top of the spool, and what you have your friends do is blow through the hole in the spool to blow the card off. All right, that's easy. Looks it. Oh, I gotta work on your cardio, kid. Suck. Okay, now why? Look at him, he's so pissed. I don't know. Well, you and I have done some experiments in which we've speeded up the air. Think of what's happening to the air as you blow through the spool. Oh, yeah. Well, if you speed the air up, blowing through there, and well, it'll lower the pressure. Right, it lowers the pressure between the end of the spool and the card. Yeah. So if there's lowered pressure there, what happens to the outside air pressure? Well, if the pressure here is heavier than that, it'll just push it down. Right. You can't blow it off. So the harder you blow, the more the card's going to stick to it. Try it. Real hard this time. Ha-ha, <laughs> you blow hard. Well, let's see give if you hemorrhoids. I give up. Just gave that kid hemorrhoids. The larger insect is a female firefly, and the smaller one, a male. But they're not mating. In fact, they're not even the same species of firefly. You see, normally, the female of each species flashes the chemical in her abdomen with a specific code, which is answered abdomen. by males of the same species. That's, kind of weird. That's how they get together for mating. But this female has learned the codes of several other species and flashes their signals to attract males, not to mate, but to be eaten. Wow, that's a metaphor for life. My life, anyway. Tannis, have you ever chewed string together? No, I've never even tried to chew string Well, it before. takes a great deal of skill and a little bit of magic. I agree, Black Cat says, the show's so good for kids helping them think. There's a loop of string, see, tied. Now mm -hmm. this one, tick-tock. And I will form this into, into two loops, like this, see. So you cut it right there. Okay. There. Okay, Giant now there are four scissors. ends. Two there and two there. Mm -hmm. I'll put this end in my mouth. Mmm, eating string. Looks like the guy from Breaking Bad, Salamanca. Wow, how did you do that? Chewed it together. But how would the two ends stay together? Well, I, I, we, I sort of weaved it all together with my lips and tongue. You don't believe me. No. You know it's a trick. That's weird. Well, now, the reason why this trick works is because you made an assumption. And scientists work very hard not to make assumptions, especially if they're incorrect. And that's the kind of assumption you made. Here's how oh. you do it. Get a loop of string like this. Mm -hmm. There are two ways to form a loop. One way is like this. See, like that? Yeah, that looks like the way you That did looks it. like the normal loop, but that's yep. not what I did. What I did was I went all the way around like this to form a loop like oh. that. Now you can get the trick, I assume. If you yeah, form, I think so. practice forming a loop like that. Okay. Hmm. I'll get ready to cut it. That's the idea. Okay, now put your finger over one of them. Put, put your finger okay. right over there. Yeah. Then hold it up like that for your friend to cut. I'll show the four ends. Okay. Okay, now you put that end in your mouth. Okay. And take out that little piece of string that's there, like okay. I did. Okay. That's what you're doing when you're chewing the string together. You're taking that little piece away from the other strand. Mm. Don't, don't, let, <laughs> don't open your mouth and let them see what you're doing, though. Aha, yeah. you did it. So it's a nice trick to play on your friends because they will make that assumption.
that scientists try not to make, yeah. that it's a wrong kind of loop. Okay. That's an easy one. Mm-hmm. Today, Stacy, you're going to be a fingerprint detective. <laughs> you're going to have to find the guilty finger. Okay. I've made it relatively easy for you because here are the prints of my right hand, starting here with the thumb and going down to the little finger. Okay. okay. Here are the prints of my left hand, going down here from the thumb to the little finger. Alright. Now here's a blank one. I want you to turn your head. I'm going to here make a new print. Okay. Cheating. Okay, there you are. Okay. Now, what do you know about fingerprints? Well, I just know what I've read in detective stories mm -hmm. that um, they use dusting powder and a brush and they can find fingerprints. Mm -hmm. Well, that's because there uh, is sort of body oil and grease on your fingers at all times, even when they're very clean, and you leave them on especially smooth surfaces and they use the dusting powder. Hey, you get big, cre greasy fingers from this chicken uh, sandwich. Who has their fingerprints taken? Um, Babies do when they're born. Well, I think they use a footprint. Oh. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Anybody else? That's why when you're, um, you're going to commit some crimes... Oh, I've seen them take fingerprints of criminals on TV. Burn your fingerprints off. And suspect that you might be or been at the scene of the crime. And then everybody in the armed forces... Dip all of your fingers in super... And various other types of employment, uh, they identify you by fingerprints. Not glue them What are you going to look for now? Just enough to um, fill in I think first fingerprint. I'll look for the size. Yes. That made it relatively easy. The size yeah. alone. And then after you've determined the size, what are you going to look for? Um... Well, the swirls and the dips and the arches in the yeah. middle. Yeah, do swirls you know the various and dips. types of prints? Um, well, mine have sort of an N shape. N shape? Oh, you've taken your own fingerprints? Yeah. Mm. And I've some swirl. Mm -hmm. And then there's a tented arch and various kinds of arches. By the way, if you want to do this at home, you don't have to have a stamp head. You, vacuum cleaner dust works pretty well. Oh. And then and, and the transparent tape you can make and put them on a piece of That's paper. That's how we did ours. Okay, yeah, so now you're going to see and if you find the guilty finger. Okay. I think I'll take this one. Oh, I see what you mean. This one kind of goes up in a mm -hmm. point. No? You're a little stamp pad. It's too small. You've eliminated those? Use yeah. it for your address. Okay. For all the mail you had to send out. That one's... Going to keep that. Yeah. Okay. See, this one swirls, too. Yeah. No. No. I've eliminated these ones, too. Okay. Here's a magnifying glass. Now you can take a close look at it. Okay. First of all, what does it really look like? Is it a tent, arch, swirl, or what? It kind of... It comes from the side and goes up. Just to do... Okay. What was it? And you could take a potato, around. and you could turn a potato into, like, a little paint stamp to make shapes. I remember doing that in, like, art class or whatever. Was made a giant mess. Well, I think, yeah, I think your left thumb is the guilty finger. You think the left thumb is yeah. the guilty finger? All right, let's see if you were right. There are the prints, and here's the guilty finger, <laughs> the left thumb. Nice. How to open your car door when it's you're trapped for, uh, underwater. Ready for the A lethal design leaves. flaw in all recent... Shut the fuck up. <laughs>
This is Mount St. Helens erupting with a violent blast. Fuck off. After the eruption, scientists from the U.S. Geological Survey and Sandia National Laboratories flew in by helicopter. Here's what they found. The eruption had blown away a huge chunk of the summit of the mountain. Within six miles of the volcano, everything had been blown away. Trees, grass, even the topsoil. Farther away, trees had been blown over. Their limbs and bark had been stripped away. The damage was more severe than anyone had expected because rather than shooting straight up into the air, Mount St. Helens exploded sideways, tearing away the north slope and sending a blast wave directly across the land. Spirit Lake was filled with thousands of logs. Each was once a tall tree in the dense forest around the mountain. You're right, it should be here. Parts of the river that flowed out of the lake were trapped beneath the mud. As the water hit hot sediment, the steam pressure shot geysers of water high into the air. The scientists landed at what was once a logging camp. The force of the blast destroyed this oh, bulldozer. God. They took photographs, recorded temperatures, and collected samples. From melted plastic articles, they estimated the heat of the blast wave that moved down the mountain at speeds of up to 200 miles per hour. In spite of all the damage to some 150 square miles, and an explosion equal to 10 million tons of TNT, the scientists concluded this was a small eruption. The information collected on expeditions like this will help scientists understand volcanic activity in the Pacific Northwest. You see, Mount St. Helens isn't the only volcano in the area with a record of eruptions in the last 200 years. Others include Mount Rainier, Mount Lassen, Mount Baker, Mount Hood, and Mount Shasta. Scientists will continue to go on expeditions to Mount St. Helens to study it in detail Mount Rainier so that they can better predict at, volcanic uh, eruptions in the disaster. future. Disaster. Like big time. Uh, run for the hills. It's not towards the mountain. How are you doing with Logo, Michael? Oh, I'm just using Logo to teach the computer to make a square. Isn't you are. that neat? Well, let's see. What did you do? Forward 50. Yep. Then that little thing in the middle there, I gather, went from there to there, right? Yep. Then, and then right 90. Then it turned a corner and went over that way. Yep. 90 degrees. And then yeah, dude, you're ready to... FD is forward. That's an abbreviation yeah. for forward. Oh, okay. And then RT is right. Yep. And that's the degree. Forward, right, that's forward, right. Okay. Building then plans right there. You made a now square. Now what are you doing? Repeat. Well, what I just did was I found an easier way to, to do that. How? Well, what I did was I put repeat for. And so that'll repeat what's in the brackets four times. Okay, so the c computer knows the word repeat. Yeah. Then it knows it's going to do it four times. I love now the you're old computer tell it what stuff, do. too. You're going to it just do all these things, but do them all down there. Just yeah. Well, here, I'll try it again. Some. Repeat. Four. Brackets. Bracket. Forward. Fifty. Mm-hmm. Right. Right angle, 90, 90. degrees. Then and the then. bracket, and then enter. There. Ah. Neat, mm -hmm. hey? So the computer knows how to square right now? Well, not exactly, because I have to program it first. L let me show you. What? Square. Ah. I don't know how to square. Okay. I don't so know how to square. You're going to teach the computer to do yeah. it? Yeah. Okay, what do you do okay. to do that? So I have to go like, let's see, two, square. Okay. 
Then it has a different little oh, a different kind, kind of, of thing over thing. there. Yeah. So now. Okay. Now I put all those those little that whole line up there. Yeah. Okay. What is it? Repeat four. Repeat four. Bracket four. I mean, this here is the essence Bracket. of forward. Forward. I see. Really. You're writing a little program. Yeah. Oh, you're That's writing a program is. called Square. Ninety. And now, all I have to do is print out end. Why? Well, that's all it needs to do a square. Oh, in other so words, that's the that end tells of it. the computer that's the end of your program. Yeah. Okay. Square, square has been defined. Okay, now, in order to make a square, clear the screen. Now what happens? Okay, that's now all I have is. to do is print out square. A-R-E. And now, Aha. just printed out a square. Like Isn't that, that neat? Yeah. I've got this really, really neat design, and it, I call it the flower. The flower? Yeah. You mean you already have a program oh, called yeah. flower? Okay, what's Isn't that, that look like? In square. Okay. Clear screen. Repeat yeah. in square. Okay, um, I'll clear text, too. Oh, I see. That got rid okay. of the, all the printing. Now, okay, this now is all I have to do is print out flower. F-L-O-R-R. And enter, and let's see what you've done. Oh, it's taking your basic program and repeating it over and over, twisting oh, it each cool. time, and each time a different color. It's very cathartic to just sit and watch it. Oh. Looks like a flower, doesn't yes, it? Yes, it certainly does. I mean, does it Very a flower, neat. But... Sure. No, kid. It's not a flower at all. Shut up. What kind of flower is that? When I down, this that goes up. up. Yeah. And when I pull this one up, that one goes down. That's because they're connected with a tube and I have uh, colored water in there. But before we go on with this, I have a challenge for <laughs> you. Okay. I'm going to challenge you Literary to lift the car with one hand. With one hand? That's just drunk as hell. I don't really think I could even lift the car with two hands, so. Or maybe even four or five or six if you got some yeah. friends, right? Pretty heavy. Well, you're going to be able to do it with one hand with the help of a hydraulic jack. And that's what you were playing with here. Really? Let's start from the beginning. Okay. You notice that when you push down on this one, oh, this, this one up. Cool. Go. Right. Now go the reverse. Pull up on the little one. The little cylinder goes up and the big cylinder goes down. Okay. Now push down again. Okay. You're transferring liquid from this one to this one, all right? Right. Okay, but the important thing is how much pressure you're transferring. Bring it back up again. Okay. Look at the size of these two cylinders. Let's say that the big one is three times the size of the small one. Looks okay. about like that. If you put one gram of pressure on that diameter right there, okay. you'll get three grams of pressure over here because that's three times as big. Oh. Because the pressure is equal in all directions all over a liquid when you put pressure on it. So if I'm putting pressure here, I'm getting one gram of pressure, but if it's pushing that up the same amount as this, it, must, it has to be pushing up three times as right. hard. Three times as hard, right. So that's how you're going to lift the car. Now, you don't get something for nothing. What are you losing? Well, this takes Distance. longer to... Like, this one is moving faster than that one. Okay. It's... There's a difference in speed. Yeah. Right. This one, but, I think maybe you lose distance. Yes, also distance. Yeah. In other words, you're going to have to pump this through a greater distance. Here's how we'll do it. Push it okay. all the way down. Okay. Okay. Now I'll close off this little clamp right here. Okay. That'll prevent the water from coming out of the big one. What'll happen if I open this one down here in the glass and you pull up over oh, there? Oh, so I'm going to be sucking out of the glass. All right. And then I'll... Okay. 
Okay, then you, you got it there? Then if you close that, close that one. and open that, I'll pump that one up to 30 now. Right. Right? Cool. Here you go. Okay. Okay, Just you're now raising the car. Yeah. One more pump. Okay. Oh, here comes more water from the reservoir. It's cool. That's a perfect In a real hydraulic jack, they don't use water. They that. use a, a right. high-grade thin oil. That's so it won't freeze and Yeah, so it stuck. won't freeze in the winter. Here you go for your last pump. Okay. Let her go. So wow. when we go out and work the hydraulic jack, what I want you to look for is the big cylinder and the small cylinder. And you'll be able to raise a car with one hand. Mm. Okay. Oh, what kind of car do you think he has? Reliant K? Oh my God, I was right. Okay, Jason, here's the car you're going to lift with one hand. And there's the hydraulic jack that's going to help you do it. Oh, I see. There's the little cylinder and the big cylinder. Mm -hmm. And is that the valve right there? Well, that's a valve that you release the liquid from the big cylinder when you want the car to go back down again. Okay. I have all the other wheels all blocked off, so just go ahead. With one hand, lift the car. Okay. The little cylinder looks to be about five times smaller than the big one, so I'm getting... If I put on one gram, I'm getting five grams in the big one, but right? But you have to go through five times as much distance yeah. with the handle, right? Uh-huh. Aha, look, 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 you've done it. <clears throat> with the help of a hydraulic jack, you lifted the car with one hand. That's cool. Yeah, rocking this Paul Zaza. For you, listen to how how good this fucking song. Like this shit fucking slaps. Listen, listen to this. Seventy-five cents. Oh, watch an ad first. Yeah, our prices dip. What's with his lipstick?
over here rips up. So, I did some reading uh, on that, and here's the link to that if you want to listen to it yourself. Um, Sunsoft, that company, they actually had a guy who was a music composer, and when they hired him, he would do uh, those compositions, almost sort of like a classic musician. You know, he'd write the music, and they would give that to the development team, and they would have to program the notes and the sounds. And Sunsoft actually developed some cool techniques for given the limited uh, sound capabilities of the Nintendo, the original Nintendo Entertainment System. Uh, they were actually able to engineer some pretty cool stuff with using different memory addresses for different sounds. Um, and for as iconic, say, is like the original Super Mario Brothers music is, uh, later on in that console's life cycle, they were able to pull off some really impressive technical tricks. Uh, I sometimes even still think the music composed for that is better than some of the music in more modern titles, mostly because they really had to focus uh, on that. You know, you couldn't just say, oh, it's an MP3, so you just play whatever you want. You know, you had to watch out for loops and, and compose things that sounded good, given sort of a more limited orchestra if you will um so anyway just wanted to share that because i heard that song earlier today and i was like dude this shit fucking rocks rocks so that's gonna do it for the wednesday nightcap i hope you all had a good time hope you're all doing well we'll see you again next week um have yourselves a great rest of your week and a great weekend thank you very much to black cats poppy and zykolos for hanging out and spending some time with me tonight we'll see you all again later um, not going to do a host today. Just going to end it and say goodnight. I'm sleepy sleeps. As you say at the end of all of our episodes, stay safe, keep the faith and all that good shit. Get yourselves some rest. <laughs>